Hey, Mark, what do you think about when I describe a person this way? 65 years old, retired, loads of free time, numerous medications. What comes to mind? My grandmother. Your grandmother? My grandmother. uh, The first time I remember asking how old she was, she was 65 years old, and she had snow white hair, even though she said she had red hair. Oh, my. Wasn't a red hair on that head. So we're describing what group of people? Senior citizens. You know, we need to talk about practical prepping for senior citizens. And we will get into that very rich topic when we come back. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 350. 350! Never, ever did we think we would get this far when we started this podcast. Boy, you know, it's it's been two, almost two and a half years ago, but what was it like compared then to today? A world of difference. And the first episode went live on October the 18th of 2020. Mm. And we recorded that episode three times to get (laughs) it right. The first two were operator error. And since I hold the buttons, it was my fault. We had how many downloads? We had 55 downloads in that October. So from October the 18th through the 31st, we had 55 downloads that first month. Wow. And now we're doing like over a thousand per downloads per episode. Oh, we're doing a lot more than that per episode. Wow. We're doing over a thousand per day, including weekends. Nice. And those are much lower than weekdays. And we're growing. And one of the reasons we're growing like we are is we have some fantastic listeners. We really do. And we appreciate that they reach out to us. They call, they email, they text. They're getting to know us and we're getting to know them. That they are. And more than one has been surprised that we actually answered their email. Oh, I know. We're real people, flesh and blood people. We put our pants on one leg at a time, just like you guys. But we do make an attempt to respond to every single email that we receive. And we want you to keep them coming. That we do. I have something very important to tell you, and I hope that you stick with me here for just a few moments. I'm going to read to you a series of dates and cities, and I want you to listen carefully. One of these cities may be yours. 2014, Flint, Michigan. 2015, Mexico City, Mexico. 2016, Rome, New York. 2017, Carnegie Mellon University. 2018, Cartersville, Illinois, and the town of Nashville, Indiana. 2019, Troy, New York. 2020, the town of Jay, New York. 2021, Tyler, Texas, and Cape Girardeau, Missouri. What do all of these have in common? I'll tell you. Water system contaminations requiring a boil water order. Do you want something a little more current? Veterans Day weekend in Millwood, Washington on November 11th, 2022, a boil order was in place because of E. coli contamination. On that very same day, 
seven Florida counties were under a system-wide boil water notice. Clean water is a worldwide problem. Did you know that 50%, fully half, of hospital beds globally are occupied with patients suffering from water-related illnesses? Water is always a great concern for preppers, and not just the hardcore preppers. It's also a concern for us practical preppers. That is why we use the Pro One Big Two Gravity Water Filter, not only for prepping, but for everyday use. It makes our water taste cleaner, our coffee tastes better, and if we ever need to start getting drinking water from the creek or river, we've got the Pro One Big Two. Pro One gravity filters are amazing. You pour unclean water into the top section, and crystal clear drinking water comes out into the lower section. There are several sizes for the countertop that hold either two or three gallons, and even a pitcher size that holds a little less than a half a gallon, and that can go into your refrigerator. Each filter has replaceable cartridges. The 7-inch cartridge will filter up to a 1,000 gallons. The 9-inch cartridge will filter up to 1,200 gallons, and with up to three filters in each unit, that is some serious filtering capacity. The best thing about the Pro One Gravity water filter is that not only it's one of the best performing filters on the market, they are very affordable. And to make it even more affordable, Pro One is having a holiday sale all the way through New Year's Eve 2022. Here's their offer. They're giving 15% off of a whole house system and 25% off everything else they offer. Plus, free shipping, yes, I said it, free shipping on orders of $69.95 or over. You can even make four interest-free payments. There is no reason not to order your Pro One water filter today. Pro One Gravity Water Filters. There's a link on our website at www.practicalprepping.info. Hey, check it out. As you mentioned in our opening, our topic is prepping for seniors. You know, there can be some very special challenges for senior citizens. That there are. And, you know, we're in that group now. And we have been for a bit. We we, we have been. Let's admit it. You know, there are some perks. We are in the Social Security category. We do get some discounts on some things. Like the other weekend, we went to the movies and we bought tickets on a senior citizen discount. Mm -hmm. And about 10 years ago, Jack started giving me senior discount without me asking. Oh, <laughs> might have been the gray beard. <laughs> well, it could have been. It could have been. But now, how, yeah. how are we going to define a senior citizen? Well, I'm not going to define it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. There'll be some folks listening on here that would get kind of uh, irate. I reckon so. And I'd get hate mail tomorrow. You know, people in their 50s are getting these AARP mm-hmm. notices, and they're getting mad about it because they don't consider themselves even close to senior citizen at age 50. And I must admit, I did not either. I didn't consider myself even close to that. We all know some folks in their 50s who are old. Yeah, they, they act or they behave or they think they, in an old they've way. They've gotten old. I'll but tell you we what. we also know some 80s who are young. Oh, we know some of their 90s even that are very young mm-hmm. and youthfully spirited. Know a man who played softball up into his 80s, and in his early 80s, he was inducted into the Alabama Softball Hall of Fame. Well, 
that's fantastic. And I had an uncle who's with the Lord now, and when he was 80, you did not want to try to work with him step by step all day long. He would wear you in the ground. Well, you know, a lot of people are still staying very fit and healthy through their 60s and 70s and into their 80s. Yeah, and your dad was one of those. Mm -hmm. And one of the things is that it is important to keep ourselves healthy and fit. And so what you're saying here is, if I'm interpreting this, get up off the couch and move. If you can. You know, maybe I'll rewrite James Brown. Get up off of that couch. (laughs) Get up off of that couch. Yeah. (laughs) You couch potato. Get up and move. Get up up off of that couch. (laughs) If you can. If you can. Now, we understand. We honestly do understand that there are some folks that cannot. But we need to be doing some kind of daily exercise. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go to the gym. We have a small gym here, and we probably don't use it every – well, I know we don't use it every day, but a lot of times we get exercise like today. You totally revamped your van, your work van. Oh, man, let me tell you, it wore me slap out. Yeah. She came in, and and basically she said, where are you taking me to eat? (laughs) Pretty much, because I spent two hours – hauling and lifting and moving and reshuffling and reorganizing. But you know that daily exercise, regardless of what it is, and it doesn't have to be weightlifting. It can be walking. It can be some light resistance training, but it helps increase our energy level and our muscle mass. And the bone density, too. And the bone density. The older we get, the more those deteriorate. You know, a lot of people think bone density is just a female problem. It's going to be male problem as well. And bone density is bone density. Well, you know, it's limited to only those folks who have bones. Well, that makes sense. Okay. So just those of you with bones, consider that a bit of that resistance training or even carrying canned goods. Sometimes people will work out with a can of soup, you know, yeah, if that's what that, they can lift. And, and that's what I was going to say. I remember, I don't know who it was that they were talking to, and, and it was someone that I knew that was pretty much homebound, and they wanted them to exercise and said, use a can of soup. When that can of soup gets to be easy, easy, get a bigger can. Right. Get to be, and increase so cans. Get, yeah. get the Progresso soup cans. <laughs> Campbell to Progresso. And then when you get to where that one's light, get that cheap Chinese off the grocery store oh. that comes two cans. That thing's heavy. Well, you know, you can also have those little light dumbbells, too, those little handheld dumbbells, one pound, two pounds. Right. But what we're just basically saying is keep that muscle mass strong. That helps you to burn fat. That helps you actually to have energy. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do feel a certain amount of tired, a little bit of soreness after exercising, but The other day I did a good workout and Mark asked me, how do you feel afterward? And I said, I feel energized. And I did. I could feel I was just pulsing and and my my mind was bright and I was ready to tackle an even harder task. Yeah. So she sat down and wrote a long list of things for me to do. Yeah, that took took me some time. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you haven't been doing them. I know, I know, but they're on the list. Okay. Now, if you really want to go for it, take a broomstick or a dowel and put a gallon of water on each end. Now you're looking at 17 pounds. Oh, my word. And you can lift, you can curl, you can do all kinds of things with that. And that idea comes from Missy Lackey, who we had an interview with last year, Mm -hmm. and she was talking about what they had to do 
to be able to work out, she teaches, she's a personal trainer and teaches exercise, and her group were not able to join together during the COVID lockdowns. Right. So she had to do virtual training. She's a silver sneakers trainer. Mm -hmm. So she actually rather specializes in the 65 and up crowd, like the group we're in. Exactly. So get some exercise every day of some sort. And she was talking about squats. Said, just stand up, sit down in your chair. And said, you'll get to where you don't need to use your hands to get yourself up. Very good. And that's a pretty good goal for me Mm because I need my hands to get up a lot of times. (laughs) Now, the other thing that we can do and need to do is maintain a healthy diet. Now, I'll be honest, this is where I've struggled. Me too. Me too. I mean, if it it tastes good, I want to eat it, you know. Yeah, I'm on that diet now that doctor says if it tastes good, spit it out. Oh, gosh. And that takes care of cholesterol, takes care of high blood pressure, and takes care of diabetes. my diabetes. Yes. Well, it, it is good, though, to maximize fresh fruits and vegetables, lean meats, low in the carbohydrate area. And if you can and, and are willing to, completely cut out things like sugar or alcohol or some of those types of things that can kind of wear on your body and create a bit of a toxicity. At least the refined sugars Mm -hmm. and the simple carbs. And one thing that I have realized, and we've realized since I've gone to a low-carb diet, is that convenience food is rarely healthy. Rarely, yeah. Rarely, and I call it drive-thru food. Mm -hmm. What can you get at a drive-thru? There are a few exceptions. There are some salads available, some lean meat chili There are some things, but there's just not as much. You really have to search it out. You have to search it out. And I'm not a rabbit, so I don't need to be eating salad every (laughs) day. Now, here's something that I do do, and that is take my vitamins and my supplements. Yes, absolutely. And I'm into the Centrum Silver. Somehow this silver keeps coming up. Well, I guess it's, you know, color of the hair type thing. Well, my beard's pretty close. (laughs) All right, let's take a very quick break here for an ad, and we'll come back and talk about some of the health conditions that limit senior citizens. Okay. We all love the Internet, right? We love it so much that we knowingly take risks every day while doing little to protect ourselves online. We do this because most security tools are complicated, expensive, or just plain bad. We're excited to tell you about our new sponsor, Aura. Aura is a digital safety service built for modern threats. It's an all-in-one solution that monitors and protects your identity, finances, devices, and more from digital deadbeats. Aura is on a mission to create a safer internet. And for Aura, That not only means creating the best security tools, it means making it so easy that you'll actually use it. Keep your connection private on public Wi-Fi with one-click encryption. Quickly know if someone has attempted to use your identity or credit without your permission with alerts to your app, phone, or email, up to four times faster than competitors. Also, Aura doesn't just catch threats, they help you resolve them. With 24-7 U.S.-based support and dedicated resolution agents, Aura's team will work with you to resolve fraud issues, even if it means getting on a three-way call with your bank at midnight. 
All plans come with all the features you need to stay safe, with no add-ons or extras needed. Just choose whether you want to protect yourself, two adults, or your whole family. Plus, the price you pay when you sign up is the price you pay when you renew. Aura won't raise your prices in year two, hoping you won't notice. Aura keeps their plans affordable, so you stay protected. Now for a limited time, Aura is offering Practical Prepping Podcast listeners a 14-day trial, plus a check of your data to see if you've already been part of a data breach, all for free when you use the link on our website. Go to practicalprepping.info, click on the Aura link, and sign up for a 14-day free trial and to see if you've already been part of a data breach for free. That's practicalprepping.info. Click on the Aura link and sign up for a 14-day free trial. Certain terms apply. See their site for details. Well, welcome back. We appreciate you sticking with us. And you know, one of the largest uh, limiting factors that we have with senior citizens and is just a fact of life that at some point we have mobility issues. Well, yes, and I mean, you can really see it, too. If you sit and watch people, like in a mall mm-hmm. or a, a big civic setting or an arena or something, you can really spot the ones that they're shuffling when they walk, they're not lifting their feet very well, or they're moving very slowly, or they're having to use a cane or a walker or what or have a you. Wheelchair, or a wheelchair, or they're confined right. to the bed. You know, and we're not dissing that. We're, 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 we're in that category as well there i've used a cane before when i've needed to my walking sticks right over there in the corner behind you you know we're saying uh, i'm glad that there are implements out there that can Mm -hmm. help people but you often see that in the senior citizen age group now we're not just talking about us and you in this particular podcast we're talking about your loved ones we're talking about folks that may live next door may live in the house with you They may require 24-7 care. And so we want to look at some of the things that has to do with taking care of our older senior citizens. And hopefully our kids will do when we get old (laughs) because we're not there yet. But some of these mobility issues come from previous injuries. It's possible that that or some sort of a disease or or bone breakage or something Mm -hmm. that may have interfered. A lot of hips broke, you know, and legs and things like that. Sometimes cancer can be a limiting factor Mm -hmm. and some type of debilitating disease. And there's a number of those out there. There are some folks that have had rounds of virus or pneumonia and they've had or even COVID where they've had long COVID or they've had flu or pneumonia and the after effects may be long term. And, of course, we have lots of folks in our families and society today that have dementia and Alzheimer's. Yes, and it's getting more attention, I think, because so many more people are in that age category. So there's more awareness. And it's just something you really want to keep in your own mind as well to help train your mind to to stay sharp. Of course, there are those that have to have some type of special treatment requirements or special equipment. Yeah, like the uh, oxygen generators. Mm -hmm. They now have portable styles where people used to have to have that long tubing in the house. You still go into houses and you still find those fixed generators. And I've seen 
40 and 50 feet of tubing in the house. I've seen them go up and down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. And they, they just, they go in, it, they have to be on oxygen full time. There are folks that have to have suction available mm-hmm. and have to suction their loved one. I had to do that with my dad. That was to keep him from choking, exactly. to be able to suction him. How about dialysis? I've had several yeah. family members with dialysis. Certainly. Not not just a senior citizen, too, but Mm-mm. even younger patients sometimes have to have a dialysis treatment. And physical therapy. Mm-hmm. We have family members now that are receiving physical therapy. How about the equipment power issues? We've talked about this equipment that some of the older citizens need. How are we going to deal with that? power issue if we lose power. So you're talking about using an inverter or something battery powered or even the use of a generator. Exactly. You've got to think about that. Your household may be without power for, say, a couple of weeks. What are you going to do to make sure that those medical equipment devices are up and running? If life is dependent on it, what are you going to do if it's out 20 minutes? This might be the time that we have multiple. We have a battery backup that kicks in now. And we have an inverter or a generator that we can connect in a short period of time. So you're just basically saying a practical prepper is already going to have a plan for these issues. That's it. We must have a plan. And where you say water, 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 I say plan, plan, plan. We need that plan in place before it happens. Now let's take a quick break and we'll come right back and talk about mobility issues. A food shortage could be coming. Even in the United States, economic experts wrote at the end of the summer crop season. Farmers sense it too. John Boyd Jr., a fourth-generation farmer, told Fox News that, quote, we're going to see empty food shelves in the coming months, end of quote. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good-for-25-years super survival food, hand-packed right in a family-owned facility in the USA and giving jobs to over 200 Americans. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant, and they stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. And right now, you can go to fourpatriots.com and use code PREPPER to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus free shipping on orders over $97. They're called For Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com and use code PREPPER to get 10% off. That's fourpatriots.com. Use the discount code PREPPER and start building your own food stockpile today. Welcome back. And let's talk about some of those mobility issues. Let's maybe talk scenario. What if my elderly mother cannot get into the basement when the tornado warning has been issued for her area? That's the exact situation my mother is in. Wow. She is 90 years old, 
and she has broken her leg. She has broken her hip, and she's unsteady to start with. Oh, you forgot about the knee. Well, I, yeah, I didn't even think about <laughs> the knee. She cannot get down the steps to the basement. She lives with my sister, mm-hmm. and she cannot get down the steps to the basement. So that the getting down the steps is not part of their plan. That's not an option. It's not an That's option. That's really not an option. But you still have to have a place of safety that's as safe as possible. And that would be in it. Well, I don't know if you folks just heard that alarm go off. It kind of shocked us a little bit. But we took a break, got up and checked the weather radio that just went off with an alarm. And it is giving us a tornado watch. But just on the other side and just on this side of the Alabama-Mississippi state line, we actually see two tornado warnings. So this is the type of situation that we're talking about. And if you're in these affected areas, when that goes off, you need to be finding a safe space. But how do you do that with senior citizens who have mobility issues? Now, in Mother's case, they go into an interior hall. It's outside her bathroom. There's steps coming down. There's doors to everything around there. And they can get in that interior hall and close every door to the bedrooms. And they're not in the path of any glass. It's the safest place that we can figure out for her to be. Right. It used to be the basement, but she can't get there anymore. Now, my first mother-in-law had a straight-back chair that she put in a small closet in the interior of her house, and she would literally back into that closet, sit down in that chair, and she would cover up with a large piece of foam rubber. Oh, well. Like a a mattress pad foam rubber. Smart. And and she had a basement, but she couldn't get to it. She just couldn't get to it, sure. Not within about five or ten minutes. Now, she could go out the front door and walk around the house and come in. But But that's not going to happen. That's not a a possibility with her moving slow and it raining like crazy and tornado on the way. So she made that closet. But we need that place to go or to take them. But how do we physically move them? Well, that's the thing, practical prepper listener. How do you physically move someone who's elderly, who may be very difficult for you to lift or even assist walking? You've got to come up with a plan that you can execute in, say, 90 seconds or less, Mm -hmm. because that may be all the time you have. And if you can get them into a wheelchair and move them, that's great. I mean, park them in a safe area. Mm -hmm. And the other question we have to ask is, can they be moved? Yes, if they're... There are people that are bedridden that cannot be moved. So you've got to come up with a safe plan where they are. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to shield them from any broken... You've got to be able to shield them from any glass breakage or furniture toppling, that sort of thing. So you've got to come up with a viable plan. And the time to do that is long before the storm. And it might be. Now, they might like to lay in front of the window and look out the window. (laughs) I can understand that. Sure. I don't want to just be looking at the wall. Well, that's how you can usually tell a Southerner from anybody else when the tornado comes. We all run outside to go look at it. (laughs) Other people are smart and they get in their safe place. But we Southerners, we want to stand out on the porch and point. 
Yeah, and film it. Don't <laughs> forget, film, film it. it. We've got to put that on social media. And then if we don't have all of our teeth, we want to get on TV. Oh, no, that's a whole different podcast. That sound like a train coming. <laughs> I seen the whole thing. Y- y'all have seen what Bubba did <laughs> now, during that. Boy, have we ever veered off or what? <laughs> oh, but we're having fun. And it's our podcast. So oh, that's right. We can do what we want. We, we, we can podcast and have fun, and I can edit out anything I say stupid. Well, now, getting back to, let me dry, drag you back to the topic getting back to moving a senior citizen or elderly person they may not be able to even sit up in a car Mm -hmm. and ride around in a car they may even have trouble laying down Mm -hmm. in a car so again you've got to think about what might work for you may not work at all for them exactly and you've certainly got to put their needs at first in terms of safety and movement and and what's going to be appropriate for them right now if we had to you and i could run and jump in the car and go sure but 35 years from now we could when i'll be 100 shuffle to the car and and go Or if be, the, if the kids let us drive, that is. Yeah, well, I don't think they'll they, let they us drive be. at a hundred, but <laughs> uh, maybe they'll think to take us with them. Well, but that's, that's true. a good question. That's a good Can question. they ride in a car? Now, right. you know, a lot of people when they go to a doctor's appointment, they have to be transported by ambulance. Hmm, hadn't thought about that seriously because some people are in a hospital bed mm-hmm. at home, and they they cannot. Just walk out of the house. So what's your plan? How are you going to get them to a safe place? Now, let's talk about dietary concerns, because practical preppers obviously are going to be prepping water and food for their own use. But if your loved one who's sharing a home with you or maybe in the community that you're responsible for, Perhaps they're on a special diet. Do you have enough of that food for them? Or maybe they are on a peg tube and they're fed through a tube. Mm-hmm. Do you have enough of that right. on hand? Nutrition. You Nutrition, know, what, exactly. Yes. Uh, there's any number of situations that require special diets, and we need to make preparations for that. And colostomy bags and things like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we need somebody that's able to change that, even if it might be unpleasant. We need somebody that's able to change that in emergency situations. Exactly. How about adult diapers, which I'm not yet wearing? Well, I mean, that's something you'd have to keep several. I mean, people do try to keep several packages on hand, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But think about your preps. Think about if stores suddenly are not available to you or there's going to be no deliveries for a month. A lot of people get these mm-hmm. delivered to the door. Any number of things can happen. I think three words that come to my mind, supply chain disruption. Yes. And it can happen to any delivery service. It can happen to any grocery store. I don't want to scare you, but we've all been living through it now. Mm-hmm. I've seen empty shelves. I've seen where deliveries didn't happen. You've got to make a plan if that's an item that is a very valuable importance to you, then you've got to stock up for ever said however long period of time is going to be appropriate for you. And if you've got somebody that's bedridden, you need to have additional sheepskin. You need to have additional chucks to be able to put under that person. Mm -hmm. So whatever you need to care for that person, you need to have some of that stocked up in case you can't get it when you actually need it. Yeah, now that we're talking about supplies, let's talk about medication. Medications can be a touchy one here. Uh, One, 
If you have to leave and you take your loved one with you, obviously those medications need to go as well. Mm -hmm. You need to have a complete list. You need to know the dosage. You need to know the actual combinations Mm -hmm. of these medications. And you need to know how much you have on hand. Exactly. And that's where part of the problem comes in. How much can we actually store up? How much can we get from the pharmacy? Well, have you noticed that between the, it's mostly, I'm going to say the insurance companies that have done this, they have limited. It used to be, I I had a prescription years ago that I was actually able to purchase a full year of it Mm -hmm. all at one time. Mm -hmm. And it was perfectly fine to do that. And it was not a problem. And even insurance companies were like, no problem. Now it's like 30 days or less. And depending on the substance, now obviously a controlled substance, that, that's a different ballgame. That's a different <clears throat> ballgame. But sometimes they'll only limit you to 15 to 30 days. But mm-hmm. there may be ways that you can discuss with your doctor or your medical provider. Can you get at least a 90-day? Because that would tide you over at least three months worth. And there are a lot of these 90-day pharmacies that will ship it to you, and some of our listeners do that. And if you could get a one-month supply built up, now that might be talking to your doctor and saying, I want a 90-day prescription to send to get that sent to me, but I want a one-month prescription to be able to get me till that gets here and to have in case of emergency. Oh, yeah, good idea. I I don't want to get down to the last week, and we've got one week left, and then there's a supply chain issue. There's a major snowstorm or an ice storm or something like that. Exactly. So that takes some coordination with your doctor or your loved one's doctor. How about some of the things that require refrigeration? Oh, you know, like insulin. Oh, the news today. Did you hear that Eli Lilly is going to now cap insulin costs? It's going to cost no more than $35 a month for people to get insulin. That's They just announced that this day. So when our listeners hear this, it will have been yesterday. But that's good news. But I still hear your point. I understand that insulin and insulin products have to be refrigerated. They do. They do. And they lose their potency the longer they're above their recommended temperature. Okay, so now those with insulin, you've got to have an emergency plan, a generator, a backup power plan, something, some sort of way to refrigerate a cooler of some kind to keep your insulin. And some of that blue ice or that reusable ice or dump your ice bucket into it, but keep that cold if the power goes out. Now, the good thing is here, if you have a power outage that lasts a couple of hours, you're not going to lose your insulin. No, that's not an issue. Just leave it in the refrigerator and don't open it any more than you just have sure, to. Sure, of course. And that will be protected. But you do need that off-grid refrigeration if you have medications that are temperature dependent. Hmm. Here's one that we really needed to have started years ago, and that's keep ourselves mentally sharp. Or, or as sharp as we can. As sharp as we can. Some <laughs> yeah. some of us are already behind that curve. But we can do memory exercises on a daily basis. You know, and that's an issue for me. I'm at that point in my life right now where memory, memorizing and remembering things doesn't come as easily as it used to. No. What are we talking about? <sighs> <laughs> Keeping your memory sharp, mentally sharp. Keeping our mental faculties as sharp as we possibly can. 
And you mentioned the issues. We need to do some mental exercises on a daily basis. And like the coach says, your brain's like any other muscle. you got to work it. You've got to work it. Use it or lose it. Now, we can do reading. Reading is actually one of the best things you can do. Exactly. Books, magazines, Kindle, whatever you've got, read. Oh, yeah. And it's excellent. Puzzles. You can do puzzles. Mm-hmm. My dad, who was mentally sharp when he passed away after complications to surgery, he did word jumbles. He yeah. loved the word jumbles. Where you did the fill in all the letters and then you have a secret message exactly. or something. And thou shalt not do his word jumble. <laughs> that's the whole reason he bought that newspaper. Okay. Back when they were delivered to the house. And oh, that was sure. his first thing to do. He'd get his coffee, he'd scan the front page, and he'd go to the word jumbles. But he loved to do that. Crossword puzzles. Mm -hmm. I'm not any good at crossword puzzles. I love them. In fact, one Christmas, my daughter and my first husband gave me an electronic New York Times crossword puzzle device. This was back in the late 90s, Mm -hmm. early 2000s. And I use that thing up. And I love crosswords. And I'll tell you what else I like, too. And this is where I'm a little bit 21st century. But I have downloaded Word and Puzzle and Solitaire games onto my device. Mm -hmm. And I like that. I have found that it's very calming for me. If I've had a big, stressful day, I often will just take 10 minutes and I'll just play some solitaire, do some word puzzles. I love Wordle. I love beating Wordle, too. I'm a wordy. And I don't even know what Wordle is. Well, but, most of these people do know what Wordle but is. But if it makes her less stressful, that's good for me. But I find, too, that these types of mental game-playing, problem-solving games that are fun do keep the mentality sharp. Mm-hmm. And I find that the longer I play the solitaire games, for example, the better I get at it. Oh, yes. And so I think the next thing you and I discussed, we're going to rediscover chess. We were talking about chess. I think we were watching an episode of Perry Mason and some chess game was on it. And we would talk to each other about, I used to play chess as a child, I I mean, literally 50 plus years ago. On up until I was probably 35, I played a lot of chess. And I have not played it since then. And I think I'd like to get back mm-hmm. into it. Well, I'll tell you two practical prepper listeners, for those of you that are not what you would consider in the senior citizen age group, but you have loved ones who are, get them involved in doing some of these things as well. You might even get them involved in planting some seeds and watching some vegetables grow or gardening in some other way or getting them involved in the crosswords and the word jumbles and even giving them a game device. It doesn't even have to be on their phone. But it can be something that they can work at and enjoy at the same time because it's brain training. Yes. Physical and mental exercises now will help keep us sharper and healthier later on. It's a proven fact. It's a proven fact. We want to thank you for being here with us today. We ask you to subscribe if you haven't already and leave a review. And that really helps others to find the podcast And to mention our other sponsors, we have ProLine Digital Group, which is our digital gurus, and they keep our website running as it should. And we have Jim Curtis Knives. He is our custom knife maker. 
We also have Clean Start, which is a concentrate 3.5 ounce of this Clean Start hand sanitizer and antiseptic. will make a full gallon of product, so it's an excellent prepper device. And I've used a lot of it this week because I lost a fight with one of the cats. Yeah, his and hand got a little bit bloody. And my hand got bloody and it's a little swollen now, but I just kept putting that antiseptic on there and it's really doing a lot of good. And base handgun, they have video training. If you've not had formal handgun training, or you find it difficult to get out to a range, or, yeah, yeah. It, it's a good program mm-hmm. to do. You can do it right in the privacy of your own home. Yep, best place to do it. Anything else before we go? Well, you know, love on your senior citizens. They really need you, and glean from their wisdom. Listen, people didn't get to be this age <laughs> by being stupid. There's a lot of wisdom. There's a lot of golden nuggets of treasured advice they can give you, and they have so much they want to share. So love on your seniors. Have a plan. Have a plan that includes them so that you can make sure that they're safe and that they're cared for should something happen. Because we know stuff does happen. You've got to stay prepared. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Practical Prepping Podcast. You can contact us through email at info at practicalprepping.info or on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Until next time, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.